What is up, everybody? What's up? It's Matt and Christy back with Leader Talks with the MYC. We are back, and it's like the office. We just keep getting better. It just keeps season getting three. better. Season three. Can we just give it up for season three right now, Christy? We are so excited to be back in the mix and being with everybody. We have missed you. Isn't that true, Christy? We really have. But the question is, have you missed us? We hope so. What if they didn't? Well, then they probably wouldn't listen. So. Ah, well, we'll find out next week. Uh, so we are back and we are so pumped to start this new season with a new direction. Christy, you and I are going to hang out every week, spend no more than 15 minutes just talking and loving the people of the MYC, our Mississippi youth and children. But the reality is we believe leadership is a universal language. So whether you're in Mississippi or not, whether you're in full-time ministry or not, there's something for you in each of these podcasts because they're so good. Christy, what is the title of this this week's episode. It is discovering your purpose. Discover your purpose. I've been watching TikTok videos and there's a guy that has a really cool voice. Let's see if we can bring him to fine arts. That'd be so tight. It would be so cool. It'd be super cool. Discover He does every trailer for movies ever that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's him. He does all them all. He is one man. It's like the Wizard of Oz, the dude behind the curtain. All right. So Christy, the question we're trying to answer today is how do you discover what your purpose is? Now, we've been in ministry long enough, and you can go at any corner of the planet, except it's a sphere, a sphere, sphere. It's a circle, <laughs> not a square. The circle is round in a globe, and it's not flat, for those that you may be confused. But you can go anywhere, right? And sometimes we add this mystique about like why we exist, the purpose. Why am I here? Why did God create me? What is my purpose in life? Will I miss it? And we can get so spiritual about it. But today, we're going to take the fog away. We're going to take the mist away, and we are going to just jump right on into it. Because the reality is, your existence doesn't have to be mysterious and vague. It can be as simple as discovering what you are truly passionate about. I believe this purpose does not equal vague. Purpose is not vague. Purpose is clear. All right. So here's a few questions that can kind of put it into perspective for us, right? Have you ever heard someone say, I want to change the world? Of course. Right. So that's cool. My purpose is in changing the world. Fantastic. How are you going to do that? right? I'm going to be a business owner, sweet of what kind of business, right? Or I want to be a teacher. Cool. What are you going to teach, right? So like you can make any sort of statement. And if you're honest, there's probably some vague ambiguity, mysticness in that statement, like drilling it down back to what specifically are we talking about? So clear purpose leads to clear direction. Now, Christy, we're not going to share our business, but we were at lunch and you're like, Matt, what, what was the whole point of that whole purpose and direction thing? Because you made the argument that it should probably be flipped, Right. Right. I did. I looked at this and I said, Matt, I think you typed this sentence up by accident. Which is possible. I have a lazy eye, so it could be. But here's my <laughs> argument. Uh, you can get clear direction to anywhere, but you may end up in the wrong place if you don't know the purpose before you go out on your journey. For example, if you want to be a basketball player and in the summer, I can give you clear direction to football camp. I can give you clear direction to tennis camp. I can give you clear direction to where the Xbox or the PlayStation is. But until you know your purpose, you can get clear direction anywhere, but clear purpose leads to a very clear direction of where you need to go. If you're trying to be a basketball all-star, 
don't go to football camp. If you're trying to be a business owner, you prob unless it's like in crocheting, you probably need to pass on the, you know, the, the needling and the threading. You need to get into some spaces where it's helping you develop your business. Or if you're wanting to be a better preacher or communicator, spending times on Excel spreadsheet is probably not going to help you with that. You can get clear direction anywhere in the world. We have Siri, we have maps, we have Google, we have uh, Facebook, all the things. But until you have a clear purpose, you, you can have a clear direction, but a clear purpose leads to even more clear direction. So we have six thoughts, Christy, on how we can help you find your purpose, how we can help you discover your purpose. And so really it's in the form of some questions. We have our notes available to you at the myc.org. You can go to the resources, follow the Dropbox link, and you can get access to these if they are beneficial to you and you would like to use them for your team. Uh, but question number one, or really statement number one, is what burdens you? What are the things that weigh heavy on your heart? And what are the things that you just cannot stop thinking about? What burdens you? If it burdens you, it bothers you or it motivates you. It is something that you need to consider and what moves the needle forward in your life. All right. Number two, what are you passionate about? What causes extreme excitement in you? What is something you greatly look forward to? What is something that grieves you deeply? Like what is something that just emotionally charges you? Number three, what are you willing to sacrifice for? Right. So like, what are you willing to give generously, not just with with finances, but like with your time? How much time are you willing to give to something? How much of your abilities are you willing to give like your talent, your treasure? How much are you willing to financially give to invest into this particular thing? You know, I I want to go ahead and maybe emphasize these last two. Um, What are you passionate about and what are you willing to sacrifice for? And maybe if you're in a place where you're kind of stuck on, you know, what is my purpose? I really don't know. I really need some direction. Um, You can look back on your life um, into your childhood, into your teen years and ask yourself, what have I been passionate about? And what do I sacrifice for already? What do I already put my time, put my talent, put my treasure, that kind of investment? Where am I already putting that energy? And a lot of times what you're already giving yourself to is your passion. And it has so much to do with your purpose. And personally, um, when I first felt called into ministry, I looked at the church and at the time we weren't, social media wasn't really a big deal. I was a young girl and, um, Graphic design wasn't as big of a deal in church as it is now, which is something that I spent a lot of my time on. But I knew I felt called to ministry, and I love artistic things, so music just made sense for me. I had always um, played guitar since I was a teenager, and when I look back on my teen years, I see that I spent a lot of time playing guitar, but I didn't spend all my time playing on guitar. Um I have a lot of friends that are musicians and music is their life. Like it's, it's what they really pour their heart into, really pour their passion into. And I love music, but it wasn't the only thing that I was interested in. And so I had the opportunity as an adult for a short season where music was what I was doing for the church. And it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. And I think it's because I'm not necessarily wired to do only music like some people may be. I do love music and I love being able to be a part of that in the church. And it changes from season to season for me. It always has since um, I've been in my early 20s. 
but being able to really explore different facets of what I love to do. Um, I've discovered as a young adult, graphic design, like I said, is huge for me. And it took some time. It took trying out new things and, and really just finding my niche. But it's okay to not just have that one thing, but just to look at, I think, who we are as a child, who we are as a young adult. Um, they're really the same person. And God plants those seeds in us often when we're very small. So we can look back at that. Um, to really see what we're passionate about. Yeah, that's so good. And and the point of these questions are really to kind of to bring that out and, and unearth some things. The reality is, is the answer is already there. You know, if you think long and hard enough, it, it doesn't take a rocket science to say, to answer the question, what are you passionate about? You know, what burdens you? What bothers you? What weighs heavy on you? Right. So let's recap those real quick. Number one, what burdens you? Number two, what are you passionate about? Number three, what are you willing to sacrifice for? Number four, what moves your heart? Like what calls you to action? You see something and it is no more. I cannot. I'm drawing a line in the sand. And I go back to, uh, we were at a restaurant in Brookhaven. We were at Bobo's China Buffet and uh, the best crab rangoon I've ever had in my life. And uh, we were having a conversation. And this is when we were discovering the Enneagram and our personalities and different types of strengths and in, in, in our weaknesses. And you have the gift of being an includer. I have the gift of gab. I like to talk. <laughs> I know where you're going with this story. <laughs> and uh, and so we were sitting at the table and I was doing what I love to do. And that's talk. But I wasn't talking to everybody. You noticed through your gift of inclusion that someone was not involved in the conversation. You said, Matt, you need to talk and bring him in. The um, reason why I didn't just go over there by myself was because it was a guy and I didn't want to give off the wrong impression. Mm. Disclaimer. Okay, whatever. Uh, but I was like, Christy, why don't you talk to him? See a need, meet a need. It's what they teach us in children's church. And you did not like that answer. Your gift is including. Your gift is not, well, no, it is talking. You do like to do a lot of talking, but just not in a public setting like that. If looks could kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Right, but it, it I was... I did admit it, today that when I go shopping... The benefit of having to wear a mask in some places is that I'm not as recognizable. You are, and I kind of like to hide away when I go shopping. I don't want to be a social. What a sad. That was like that's so sad. I'm like it's not sad. It's just I'm not as extroverted as you are. And we're gonna pray for that. We are gonna pray. But that was something that called you to action. You were burdened because someone felt left out when you you made a choice to to do something about it. Even though you were not extroverted and you don't want to carry the conversation, you were willing to because it burdened you. It called you to action. It was it was something on your heart. Uh, so question number five: What are you naturally gifted in? What just seems just seems to come easy for you? Now, I don't want to limit it to what just comes naturally for you because you look at people and they are just so gifted, so talented. I'm not here to take a, any credit away from the hard work that they put into it because I promise you they have put thousands of hours into refining their craft, even if they were naturally gifted. But there are some things that you're just naturally talented at. And Christy, for you, graphics is one of those things. You have always been artsy. You can draw. I can barely draw a straight line for the letter I. Um, but there, there's some things that we are naturally gifted in. And question number six, uh, and maybe one of the most important of the questions is, what do you daydream about? You know, like like just in your free time, what are you sitting there? What are you, what are you dreaming about? What do you get lost in thought? You know, for a young Matt Taylor, 
the idea of preaching and, and communicating and being a pastor, that was that was something that was always on my mind. Not because I wanted influence, not because I'm out trying to, to go speak at youth conventions or whatever. I just it was just something that I wanted to do. It it was all those things. It was a burden. I wanted people to know Jesus. I was passionate about people and I was willing to sacrifice time. I was willing to sacrifice my my giftings and abilities and, and learning to use them and grow in them. I was willing to sacrifice financial resource to make that happen. You know, seeing people come to Jesus moves my heart. Uh, I don't know if I'm naturally gifted in talking and communicating. Me don't think I'd be good that good at the speakings. But it's just something that that it just comes natural to talk to people and be in conversations and work through difficult stuff. Uh, and and if I'm honest with you, I this that's what I like when I'm driving, going to work. I'm thinking about Sunday's message. It's not because I'm like, oh, I got a I got a plan for my message now. It's just something that naturally I just get lost in thought with it. So for me, it's confirmation of the things that I'm doing with my life. Uh, and the reality is the things that you get lost in thought about are the things that are pretty significant to you. And so if you can identify the answer to those six questions, you're going to make huge strides in discovering what your purpose is. And again, it doesn't have to be mysterious. It doesn't have to be mystical. It can simply be something that you're willing to give your life for. You know, that's, that's a big sacrifice. But if you can look at something, yeah, I can give my life to that. That's probably some some purpose in there. That's that's probably some potential of something that you can do. And so, uh, just a, a kind of final thought that I want to rally behind is simply this: Don't waste your life sitting back, struggling with what your life should be. Go out there and discover what it could be. I love that so much. I have a friend that um, recently told me something, and it reminds me of this, um, but it's completely different. Um, my, my friend got a new roommate. Um, she barely knew her. She knew this guy and she liked him and he liked her and he was trying to get her to date him. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is God's will. I might be missing it. Am I missing it? Should I do it? Should I not? And she would ask anybody, even like a stranger, should I do this? Should I not? I don't know what I should do. And she's kind of paralyzed herself. And my friend said, she should just do it. And then if she doesn't like him and it doesn't work out, Dump him. then it just doesn't work out. Get you some free meals out of that girl. Do your thing. <laughs> but it's so true. Um, I think sometimes we can really over-spiritualize things and um, not just with relationships, but with what we want to do with our lives. God gives us a choice. We can hop in, try it out. If you don't like it, it's okay. And God can use our experiences to shape us, help us know what we like, what we don't like, and continue to grow in our purpose and find what we're really good at and what we can do incredible things for God with. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be mystical. It doesn't have to be crazy. And God is too good and he's too great and he's too big just to be like, oh, well, they're not doing what I wanted them to do. So don't struggle with your purpose. Go out there and discover it. Look, it's Matt and Christy with NYC Leader Talks. We love you. We can't wait to see you next week.